Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to TVI. Carl Donnelly here. Julian Dean. This is episode 116 with comedian the big one the big one um elliot Steele. he's a good he's a good boy isn't he elliot i say it, it sounds patronizing egg, elliot, isn't everyone's we've all known him since he was so young so he started he started stand up when he was what 16 or something that's young man that's i remember brave at 16 i remember him getting kicked out of the loft bar because he was under and he was doing the fringe, fucking hell. Um, <laughs> He's doing an hour in Edinburgh. I remember his 18th birthday. That it, it happened during Edinburgh. That yeah, it was uh, yeah, sort of. He's a he's a very funny man. He's very he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Um, we have a fun chat about all sorts, and uh, he's also what I like. Elliot, he's he's very funny on Twitter. He likes to try and stoke the flames of people having a bit of a ding dong jump right in the middle oh man if you know if there's a little sort of a bit of a culture divide uh between certain comedians he's happy just to go two-footed in mate just, just to a... quote tweet them <laughs> <laughs> exactly just I, I sort of chris martin did a funny tweet the other day where he sort of just said like i miss the old days when comedians would just talk about each other behind their backs it's like <laughs> you know what i mean nowadays it's just volatile out there isn't it it's all it's the funny. factions of comedy i'd be awkward like bumping into people that's what i mean rooms dig someone out on, doing that yeah twitter and next thing you know you're in a fucking car share with them for three hours going to manchester <laughs> sorry about that you know it's just uh, it's just having a laugh on twitter um <laughs> But yeah, anyway, so follow Thinking him on Twitter. Your family. <laughs> Calling your cuck <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> just having it off. It's just, it's just bants. Yeah. But um, so yeah, you'll enjoy this episode um, as we did. And then uh, you can go and follow Elliot after or during if you're looking at your phone. Other than that, thanks to our patrons. Thanks to our patrons. Up. We're doing a patron get together. Yeah. On the twentieth of 20th June. Twentieth of June. Either eleven AM or 12. twelve. It'll be around that time. So it's twelve PM, it... isn't it? After an hour after PM. eleven AM. Yeah, that is correct, yeah. British um, standard time. Is it is that did you hear my stomach just make the loudest noise? Made a proper like guttural brrr noise. I think we better wrap this intro up, mate. I'm gonna shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> intro was all right yeah cold shit his pants um, anyway that's it if you want to sign up to wrap patreon, it up just call shit himself <laughs> uh, if you want to sign up to patreon go to patreon.com forward slash we are tvi that's it you have to put you have to type it and you can't search on patreon and we put extra explicit content. content we put extra Triple content X. on there like me dropping a deuce on camera <laughs> uh right Enjoy us chatting to Elliot Steele. Bye. Right. Welcome back, everyone. TVI, Carl Donnelly here. Julian Dean, hi. Episode 116, guest, comedian, um, fight, fighter. Uh, <laughs> Elliot Steele, brawler, oh, brawler that's very, mate. That's very the, kind the, of the, the Crystal Palace brawler. 
Just this morning, I put a video up of a 14 year old kicking my legs out. I did say that legs. actually. You got swept. <laughs> you got bat swept yeah. from the, the behind uh, yeah. by a 14 year old. It looked yeah, like a big really fourteen-year-old, to be honest. It wasn't like. So what? What fighting style was that? That they swept your legs? Uh, it wasn't a fighting style. Ah. It was just some kid at a bus <laughs> stop <laughs> down there. Down there, mate. Some kids... uh, just some lad who wanted my phone. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <on the> street. <laughs> got robbed by some kids. Uh, um, I. I... I said I, I I said some things that could be considered a hate crime, and it turned out he just wanted to throw a couple of kicks. No. <laughs> um, what is it? Because you do is it jujitsu? Yeah, I've just, I've just taken it up. I took it up during. How are you finding it? Because I've been, I've wanted to do it for about ten years. I've just never ever stepped foot in it. Um... Everyone I know is just who does it. It's a they're like they're so into it, aren't they? It, it sucks, but in a good way. Right. Um, it's very, it's very frustrating. I find because you, you'll get somewhere with it. So I, I, I just, all I try to do is do what's called pulling guard, which is just getting people in. Yeah, yeah, legs. wrapping I, your legs around them and stuff. Yeah, which you could kind of figure out if you just watch UFC or watch a bit of grappling. But then you'll do something where you get like top mount, and yeah. so you put yourself in this really good position. And then you'll just sit, kind of sit there going, all right. And you can't well, start raining elbows down, can you? Well, you could, but... You'd <laughs> 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 probably cancel your gym membership. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'd have to leave. So you've got to leave David Lloyd, I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just beating some auntie up, some Karen. <laughs> uh, the lad who's just doing it will lose a bit of weight and you start... <laughs> <laughs> go, no, no, it's all right. I didn't go twelve to six with the elbow, so it's legal. <laughs> coming down hard. So yeah, because what is because is is it Brazilian jiu jitsu you do? Because that was the one that sort of got famous from UFC, yes. innit? it? It was the one that was the Gracie, Gracie brothers and all it, that. Yeah, brought it over to. Um, I don't, the little I know about UFC, right? I, I still I remember that being the one that it was like it was. Everyone said it was like one of the best. For that multidiscipline it's style, the, I, I think if there is one style for a one-on-one -on -one fight, if you could pick one, it would be jujitsu, wouldn't it? Because you could Mine just take be, him down. Um, but in a street fight, fight <laughs> mine would be tank driver. Mine would be sprint runner. <laughs> mine would be hundred meters. Pilot. One hundred. Surely you'd want to choose more than a hundred. Just yeah, to yeah, yeah. get to the end and just knock it. Just take, knack my, knack just take my jacket off, bin it, and walk her back round the corner. <laughs> I just, oh, he went that way. Yeah, that mouthy kid. Yeah, he ran off that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look like a right dick. Get in, man. <laughs> but um, if you want yeah, to fight counts, in the street with jujitsu, the only problem is if you're not that I'm going to be fighting anyone. But like, <laughs> um, if they if you're on the if there's more than one of them, someone could just kick you in the face, couldn't they? I think it's. I think it's. Um... Doesn't that count for all fighting though? If there's two of them versus you. Yeah. Well, if you're if you're, you're a boxer, you, you've it. got more chance of fighting two people if you've got a serious hands I think, on I, you. That, that's yeah. why I, I still say the best the best style to just have for a street fight is boxing. Uh, yeah. Or boxing or wrestling. Uh, wrestling's better. Judo even. Like you, if you just want to get someone to. I chuck and chuck around, but like. If just you... run home, put your gear on, run back. <laughs> I saw him, mate. I got a... my belt was in the wash. <laughs> I've already got my white belt. I'm gonna have to. Go... I'm not that good with that on. And they grab you, and you're like, no, not there. Grab it. You got to grab it like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you come at me like that? Because I've done some self-defense classes. I, I think I, I think boxing, or even from Muay Thai, like I would. Um... Like, uh, this sounds really, really bad, but like, like my girlfriend was always like sort of going, she watched an Anthony Bourdain episode yeah, where yeah. he goes and does jiu-jitsu and she loves Anthony Bourdain. She's like, I want to take that up and learn how to do that. And like, in case anyone ever attacked me. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> I was like, you don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's always like comes from an angle. I think people come from where like, oh, and you do this, this and this. It's like, if someone... You, you take someone to the ground and they punch you in the face it's just gonna suck so the best yeah. thing to do is not i know it sounds like really age-old just avoid that shit yeah yeah, yeah, totally. yeah it's like, also like, it's also that thing way. it's a mental thing man you know you can have somebody who could do all the training in the world if they ain't got a head for it 
You know what I mean? If they get punched in the head, the first time they ever get punched in the face, they just cry. It's like you know, Tyson oh. said, everyone, everyone's got a game plan until they get punched in the face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you will, you will, you will, you will be able to like, um, uh, I, I found in situations I've been in where I've nearly got in fights, especially when I was a lot more aggressive when I was younger, I found yeah, like, I was yeah. a lot more of an angry human being. And I think I gave off an energy. I remember that, those days. Yeah, that was early Edinburgh fringes. <laughs> putting nuts on people. Uh, uh, well, eye problems, the, mate. I, I, I started training martial arts to learn like how to calm myself down, but I then I was just does... an angry person who knew martial arts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's even worse, isn't it? It's not when people go to prison and they hit the gym for three years; they just come out stronger. <laughs> just train them what, to be even more of a criminals. Scarier criminals. Prison. Right, we're gonna put all you violent people yeah. together until free you learn. gym membership, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. three meals a day with other criminals from different <laughs> backgrounds. So you basically create yeah. like a criminal university that they all live Training on campus camp. together. The longer the camp, the worse the crime. The longer the camp. <laughs> I, I do. Do you ever watch those, um, like those prison documentary things? I've not. I, I've I, seen I watch... a few. Oh man, I, I do you ever think I can't get enough of them? <laughs> I love them, I love them, right? But there's some of them where they just go to the South American ones and you go, yeah. What are you? No, this isn't just, just this isn't, a, and they're like, Yeah, we just had to let the prisoners basically run it, otherwise, they'll just burn everything yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that the thing, guards right? just watch it from outside. What is that? There's definitely like a spectrum of prisons in it, you know, like you know, in sort of you see like the Daily Mail kicking off because. Some prisoners have got a fucking telly in their cell or something. You know, a lot of prisons have that, don't they? I think they? they do. But like, you know, at the same time, I think you know, there's a different, there's different cultures of prisons, man. You know what I mean? I'd rather, you know, I'd sort of, I think I would learn my lesson being just locked up twenty three hours a day, even if I've got a telly in my room. I'm, you know, I'm not. What you telling me? You're not going to get bored of watching the fucking chase? You know what I mean? I know, yeah. But like. You know I, mean? I would, I would just come out of prison really good at trivia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then prison's like you know, I, 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 you're, you're going to learn to be a better like member of society in a soft prison where you're locked up twenty four hours a day watching telly, but you can't have your freedom. You're going to be a better person when you come out of there than a really hard prison when you're like, yeah, in for, like a sort of a Thai prison when you're just you know, I'm always you know, them foreign sort of jails. You know, them. That's one of my biggest fears is ending up in a foreign prison just because yeah, i watched midnight express when i was a kid man. <laughs> but like that thing yeah. of ending up in some sort of grotty I south paranoid american prison walking through customs and stuff and i know Every i've got time. nothing on me exactly oh, yeah. i still get para yeah oh, God, someone could but just then, stick it in your yeah, bag you're not going to come out a good person going to like a crazy prison where you genuinely got to stab people every day just to get through it do you know what i mean i know i think it's it's, it's i think the world's slowly waking up to that it's more I mean, why am i talking about this like i'm an expert and studied any of it <laughs> we brought like, you I'm on to uh, discuss like, yeah, prison yeah, reform yeah well i think i think that's really the way to go is take a scandinavian route and i've Welcome been saying the that right in comedy stuff, those prisons look quite nice in scandinavia <laughs> yeah. though don't they yeah. They, they they do they look better than some of the hotels like yeah they, yeah some of the better than hotels <laughs> what do they I've not seen them what do they what have they got do a gig stand? in Sweden and they give you the prison for the weekend <laughs> what, is that, what are they just, like they're just banging they just get a good TV nice beds it's, it's <laughs> the, clean. the reform rate the reform uh, ratio is better as well in prisons like that yeah 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 mm. and it's definitely I think I think I think that we still have that olden idea of like you must be punished for yeah. the thing you've done which it, it there's must... also so many prisoners as well isn't there like it's hard to kind of re- try and reform them yeah maybe the daily mail's right and we should just machine gun them all just, solve, <laughs> just, <yeah>. gas, <laughs> not really. just solve, solve one problem and create another but um, yeah i don't know i do think you know i'm a i'm, I'm a believer in a rehabilitation i think just punishing people i don't think it's gonna you know it's not gonna teach you to be a good i mean prison does scare some people man i mean i did a little two weeks didn't i in belmarsh and it did oh yeah just a little cheeky two weeks it was just a little cheeky 14 nights (laughs) just booked the wrong airbnb it definitely did make me like scared of like yeah it's a fucking horrible place what? Not that yeah. I was a criminal at that time, anyway. I know we've spoke about this before. I remember you telling me and Jamali outside Top Secret one time. But what? 
Like, what was it? Were you genuinely like, oh, fuck at any point? Were you like, no, 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 no A little, no, only, only what, there was a couple of incidents. It was like, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, yeah. to be totally honest with you, like even in the court when my solicitor said, you've got the worst judge, Judge Cooper, he puts everyone in jail. You're going to go to jail. <laughs> I've got barrister friends who know Judge Cooper. Oh, like, oh the electric chair Cooper's in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> he's infamous. Like he puts everyone he, the maximum to it. Like he's a judge, but this was a magistrate court I was at. So he's a he's a real judge as well, but he was oh, a magistrate. Yeah. And um yeah, and I was a little bit excited, a little bit really? about going yeah. to prison for two weeks. Yeah, if I'm I honest, think I can imagine that. There'd that be was the feeling, the perfect be... amount of time. Well, it's also yeah, two weeks. I do think everyone. It was 28 know... days, so I didn't even know it. I thought it was 28 days until they don't tell you your release date until like they come in. My I had to kind of do the maths myself. No one knows, right? So they come in and say you're going like That's at right. six it's in a the nice morning. Surprise. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> like a little treat. But I do it's like, think... It's like Casa de Moor in Love Island. You yeah, yeah, find yeah. That. Exactly, yeah. I've got a text. Come out, have an interview with Davina. <laughs> um, <laughs> You've been voted out. <laughs> oh, did the other prisoners not get like me? I thought we were all sad. <laughs> watching the clips. Back oh, the he was having a wank over my sleeping face. <laughs> oh, this is because this is I loaned John those cigarettes and he wanted me out before he had to pay me back. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um i do think though i reckon most people part almost i reckon blokes this is a blokey thing all think they'd be all right most of them think i reckon i'd be all right in prison yeah you know i mean there's a real sort of thing where you think i just you know i'd make friends with a that, that group and i'd do this and that we've all watched too many episodes of oz and Whatever, yeah, yeah, right? and you go, right. you go in there all smart, mate. Because I, I knew it just like it's the prisons in Woolwich, so I knew a yeah. couple of people in there, and um, one of them pulled me to one side. My mate Steve, who's since been deported to Jamaica, but like <laughs> he said to me, he's been in and out of prison since I was about twelve. <laughs> <laughs> he pulled me to one side and he said to me, "Look, look, don't, don't just give people tobacco." Yeah, like it, yeah. you don't, you don't be. Over, I was went in there a bit <laughs> friendly. So nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're basically day yeah, one. You're just rolling flags for everyone, just dishing them. <laughs> like, someone gave me some tobacco, and I gave it to some, and I gave someone else a little roll up. Yeah. I didn't know them. I just knew they wanted one. Yeah. And he pulled me to once. I said, "Don't do that." Yeah. Like, just told me a few rules that you might not. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. They should get um, them. They should really write all those prisoner rules down. I know. You should get a, a little pamphlet. <laughs> when you go to an Airbnb <laughs> and it's got the house rules, you get on on your bed. There's a little booklet. Right, this is what you do. Um, yeah, it's. It, I think it's. So, I'd be so naive, but because we've all watched fucking too much American television, like Prison Break and all that. We all just got to go moody, try and keep like the 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 problem was when I was in a wing that I didn't know anyone for a little while. You're standing on your own. Yeah. And you just you're a target. So you've got to look a bit nutty or just look a bit serious. Don't be looking around like, oh, hi, guys. (laughs) What are you in for? (laughs) You know what I mean? And some guy pushed in the queue because they also say you can't take any shit from anyone, like no matter what. Or like you'll just be a target, and some guy pushed in the queue, some massive like yardy guy, and I just like Fuck looked that. around. No one saw. I just loud him. Yeah, of course. Oh, what am I gonna do? That, Go, mate. Well, he was in for like murder or something. Yeah, I, I would try. I would try. I would try say that to everyone. As I know, I'm not meant to take shit, but that guy. Yeah. I will. I yeah, will. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, if he's just pushing in the queue, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. I, yeah just try I and pretend I'm... to everyone that you're actually holding his place. He'd ask you to hold his place. Yeah, a little yeah, while yeah, ago. yeah. There you go, mate. Yeah, no, no, you're welcome. You're welcome, Chief. <laughs> he, he bought a fast track ticket, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, got he's got the VIP wristband on. Like, cool. we know each other. We're, we're actually together <laughs> in the queue. <laughs> we're lovers. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I have that thing where I think I'd go in and I'd be alright, but I reckon I'd be that guy. Shawshank who cries on the first oh, night. Oh yeah, definitely. But I'd cry. But I'd cry over something like just sit. I'd just be like, oh, they haven't even got conditioner. This is fucking bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, and I also, don't, I, I don't reckon the Brit like Brit. We've I've never watched like 
you know, I don't know what British prisons are like, but I'm presuming they're not like American prison films where there's always the stereotypical groups. You got a white supremacist. You always got a Nazi. You did, group, you did have you? that in there though. There was really? like the black guy. Yeah, I mean, there was people who flitted among both groups, but there was a big group of black guys, just yeah. black, no yeah. white guys, and then a big group of white guys, a bit skinny. But they weren't. They didn't have big swastika tattoos on their heads. No, no, no. There wasn't. That's that. what I mean. No, it's I not... covered mine up. to keep my chest covered obviously you were also at the time trying to join the black you were trying to join the black guys at the time i didn't want to trying to join the gay group (laughs) (laughs) just tie a little knot in my t-shirt being being like part jewish like i come from jewish ethnicity i've always thought if i went to an american prison I'd have to go up to, like, I wouldn't be allowed into the Aryan Brotherhood. So I'll just sort of with my leg between my toes, go up to the Mexicans, being like, can I play with you guys? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, they're not letting me play with them. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what, there's always got, what are You the... couldn't go with a white supremacist then, or you just have to pretend you're just... No, they, a lot of them convert to Judaism just for better food because they get the kosher meals. Oh, like really? It's all, so is there like a Jewish in. group in some prisons? No, it's, it's just... I don't it, think that, yeah, maybe there's not a big, like... It's not, it's, they just, I think the white supremacy thing is more to do with, basically, I smoke a lot of, well, I used to smoke a lot of weed and had access to YouTube, so this is how I know this. Um, <laughs> the white YouTube supremacist university. Thing, yeah, yeah, it's just like, they're, it's more just so you stick in line and follow a code, it's not like you really have to be a Nazi, you just have to kind of... Uh, you're just this is where I this is the white identification thing Celtic crosses couple swastikas and you you you've got to like basically if you're white you answer to the Aryan Brotherhood but if you want to be in the Aryan Brotherhood that's like a different thing then you got to get so, all the tats and actually yeah, sign up so to all the races Aryan otherwise. dick <laughs> mm, that is oh, is that, yeah. that is the case I mean I, I suppose. Yeah, should we, I, should we, I wouldn't. Should... I wouldn't want to join. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it would just be. It'd just be horrible, wouldn't it? Just I'd want to. I'd want to create a little cabal of people that aren't going to conform to these rules, and we'd have a cool little side group. Yeah, <laughs> we'll take anyone, and we'd the also Aryan get Bro- killed by every other group. <laughs> the Aryan Brotherhood exiled. I'm going to be. I'm going to start the yoga group over in the corner. <laughs> the vegan group. Um, but yeah I just it's also I just think basically day one I would just get beaten up and hopefully spend most of my sentence in the the hospital ward (laughs) 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 just cry enough that they put me in solitary and then I would just oh that's another thing I always think um, about prisons I think I'll just spend it in solitary I'll ask to go in solitary and I'll just meditate and I'll come out like a Buddhist monk and it's yeah, like, yeah, if that's going to happen I don't know how easy that would be though to just ask to be in solitary I don't well, know I'll stab someone every time they let me out of solitary I'll stab someone <laughs> get four more years on top of your two weeks <laughs> eight life sentences <laughs> you only went come in for a like Charles Bronson <laughs> tax evasion I end up he's, covered in he's, shit he's in killed solitary. 43 people <laughs> he was just visiting Drew I visited someone actually in a young offenders when I was about 17. I visited like four of my mates um, went to Huntercombe um, and I visited them and on the way out, they wouldn't let me out. They thought I was a prisoner. Oh, really? really? One of them said they recognized me. That's just, and they wouldn't I mean, let me out. I'd it took, argue it took they're a not while. very good at their job if they. I know, but they, I mean, it didn't take that long, but like I got out obviously. You were, bit, you, were, you were quite naughty when you were younger, weren't you, Julian? That was the, very sort, of, naughty, the sort of the vibe yeah. I, I've understood. What, what, really what made you get into like meditation and all of all of that? Like, I don't know, really. Like, um, I don't know. Just, just having some control over your thoughts, isn't it? Yeah. They create your reality. It's kind of where that's kind of where I'm at, sort of now. Like, especially after this last year, it used to be like so pent up and angry about do you know what it was uh i i felt i had to be a certain way because of where little bits of the area where i grew up yeah and I sort of brought that into a more adult world and part way through i was like ah oh, you're not this guy what are yeah, you, yeah 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 what are you doing you idiot what are you saying this for fucking grow up and yeah 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 especially also like hanging around with other people i've just been a bit more like 
Oh yeah, you know, like I, like if I had some of my mates from home, if I was like, oh yeah, vegan. So I'd be like, what do you want to be fucking vegan for, mate? Like, yeah, 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 that yeah. would be their attitude. And now I'm just a bit like, just let people be vegans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is something to be. I feel, I I feel like, uh, and I'd say this probably goes for all three of us. Um, grow, yeah, like you know, if you if you grow up with a certain type of person from like you know sort of well we're all south londoners and like you know mm. i grew up with some people that were rough as fuck like you know and you know and then and then i sort of got into comedy and then met loads of comedians who were very different beasts to your sort of rough fucking mm. council flat fucking mugger you know what i mean some of my mates were like <laughs> up to all sorts of stuff and like and then it's that weird thing where you suddenly yeah, you have, you have to. I think there's a, there's a. It takes you a while to work out how to be someone who who work like fits between the two worlds, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, because comedy, yeah. everyone's so everyone's opinionated and there's arguments, but they're all very twee arguments. You know, it's all very gentle, isn't it? Like, I've never been in a green room and there's been an argument I thought might escalate to an actual ding dong. No. no, it's very it's, it's very easy to fake being hard in comedy. I think. Oh my god! Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Just to be like, like I'm genuinely soft as shit. I freeze in any like occasion. Like I'm just, but it, it, people just, I think <laughs> some people heard my accent. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. They just assume that like, oh, god. And it's like my dad's a Radio Four legend. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be considered. <laughs> <laughs> nobody should ever be coming to me for fighting advice yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's but it's a it's but then you meet people i've met people through comedy who you find out generally do have like an incredibly tough upbringing and stuff and yeah, you're like yeah. they're very quiet about it i always yes. find they, but you someone will be like you know they like bit someone's hand off once and you go what the fuck that guy <laughs> he does he, he, he talks about unicorns in his set yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? Like, but you just yeah, that's I think comedy is a good thing where if you come into it with a lot of baggage or something, it's a weird place where you suddenly, you know, I, I, I it took me years to feel comfortable in in comedy and in like you know, being me, I never felt part of com- the comedy world. Um, I still sort Especially- of don't, but that's by choice now. By choice, I sort of don't get involved in any of the arguments or you know, like every time you open social media, there's. I mean, you're a fan of it, actually. I spot you sometimes getting involved in a little online ding dong in comedy. I, I, I talk a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, so, but, I, uh... but, but what I mean is, I like... love reading a Twitter beef. <laughs> I, I talk, I talk a lot of crap, but like I talk it from an angle of just like I'm being, de- I know, like I'm being deliberately provocative. Yeah. Rather than I'm not, I'm not trying to make a point. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, yeah, I get that totally. It never comes across like you are. It comes across like you are just trying to wind someone up, which is funny. <laughs> but no, I, I, I always just... feel like I'm even, I, I don't even, I'm, I'm so, I feel so removed from all that. Like, because there's a lot of, there is, I think listeners might not know this, but there's definitely way more beef going on in comedy nowadays. And it's not big beef, but what it is, is there's a lot more factions of comedy that it used to be there was cliques. But no one did anything about it. Now they all, everyone's always digging each other out online, and it's like weird. There's definitely weirder cliques than they used to. Like there's a, you know, there is a, there is currently a sort of weird clique that's come up of people that are like anti-lockdowns and like you know, there's oh. so there's like different new cliques that are happening. It's like what it's, is comedy used to just be a laugh, man. Now it's full of people that are very serious online. It's but it's both it's both sides though because I feel like whenever I see a lot of these people, like I got called anti-disabled by like one person because i just defended to have a word voice i was right. just like I, when they got in trouble for a clip i was like ah, i just i just think they're talking shit on a podcast i don't yeah, think yeah. they harbor any views that are that warrant this response yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, i can't remember what they said but i do remember they released an apology saying like oh yeah we might have gone a bit far yeah, and I was just one I was thing. Just, we'll I was say, just... One thing: me and Julian have never apologised for anything we've said on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry for absolutely nothing. <laughs> That's nothing we've ever said. We are sorry for it. No, we, you know, we'll, we'll go down in flames rather than <laughs> apologise. But if you apologise, not not so much them because that might have been needed or whatever no, no, they I... felt they had to do it. But if you apologise, sometimes you're not gonna. They're not gonna go. Oh, okay then. 
You know what I mean? You give yeah. them more. I, think, like, I suppose it is a, there's, a, it there's a line in it. I think if you genuinely say, if somebody says what actually what you said there was a bit harsh and then you think about what you said and you're like oh yeah fuck that was yeah 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 i get i think apologies that it can be totally genuine and i trust those guys that's absolutely meant it but if like you're genuinely sorry if someone's disabled yeah, and they're yeah. upset at what you said you know what i mean yeah like, why what what are you gonna sort of be yeah why would you hold on to that you know what i mean but yeah. but, but yeah, so but, a lot of people are offended on behalf of people aren't yeah, they that's well, the that, thing that, that, that like carried on to what to be on the weekend like it it it's this odd thing that I find now where I think we all have a sense of like, we want to belong to something. And I, I speak from my own experience. Like I, I really like, I've never fitted into anything. And then I find things that I want to be. And then I made comedy too much part of my life where I cared too much about it, which is why I like going to do martial arts or something. Cause then mm. there's a gym where I go in and I, I have this, nobody else there really knows I does com- one of my gyms didn't know I did comedy for a long time. Because we just had this other mutual interest. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just talking about the UFC and stuff and our jobs never came up. And then I see a lot in comedy now, and especially from like, whether it be someone who's anti-mask or someone who's like, you've got to have this, that, and the other pronoun in your bio. And it's like, oh, you've just found a group where you belong. And then anyone who goes, I don't really think like that and I disagree with it due to their life experience is actually you now take that as a personal attack on you as yeah. a belonging. And I think that, that's the sort of the thing like when I try to talk shit on Twitter, it's like I, I'll laugh at those right wing mask fucking lunatics as much as I'll laugh at someone who's there going like comedy should be punching up. Should it? Yeah. I get I get what you mean. I feel like it's, a, it's an interesting one. Yeah. Cause I do think, um, yeah, I, 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 I'm as somebody who's pretty apolitical and sort of, you know, I'm not in terms of my ethics, I'm very sure of them, but in terms of actual politics and I don't get involved in any of it. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like I always, I, I, you know, I'd say no one would think anything ill of me because I've never even ventured an opinion on half of these things because I genuinely don't care. Like, yeah. but, you know, but in terms of like, I think, you know, there's that, there's that weird split in comedy for that people that think comedy that both sides tend to think comedy has to be a certain thing in it do you know what i mean Mm. you get one side going comedy needs to you know be speaking truth to power (laughs) and one side are going like no it's just got to be funny and it's like do you know it doesn't have to be anything it literally Uh, comedy can be whatever you want comedy is just a genre man it can be whatever that fucking comedian wants to do it It don't have to be a thing certain thing exactly glad we got that sorted yeah (laughs) that's solved Uh, <laughs> saying, but about talking comedy you had um you did a tweet the other day about a gig you had where somebody spat, yeah. spat at you spat at me yeah, yeah. what yeah, was the was um what, from uh, the audience yeah uh no it, yeah. it was it it's partly deserved um it was not it was <laughs> I, I was doing a chichester uni and uh what happened was i i had this gig in the diary uh, well it came through they were like do you want to do just just uni? I'm not sure. Saturday, whatever. And I, I saw it started at seven, which I thought was a weird time. It's a nice do you know what I mean? Seven. It's a night. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, the Champions League finals at eight, so they yeah. must be wanting me to fuck yeah, off yeah, to watch yeah, yeah, the yeah. Champions League. And I, I'm walking around this uni in Chichester, by the way. Beautiful place. I was just, yeah. I was just lovely walking around, and uh, all I can hear in the distance at this uni is people singing "Sweet Caroline," and I was thinking, no. no. I was going, no. And I woke up and there's this marquee and basically it was the students leaving dude. They'd been getting pissed from four. They're not social oh, distancing. They're all just going no. around. And there's like a massive stage, but like a, a long way away from the marquee. So even, even in good conditions, this is already tough. Fuck. And they're getting hammered. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was just like, so I went into the toilet to get changed. And as I walked into the toilet, I got my rucksack. And it's one of those like, Hey man, if you've got a rock sack, say boom, 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 let me hear you say yo. And I just didn't say anything. I was just like, no, no. I was just like, fuck, I've got to try and make that cunt. I've got to make that cunt laugh in a minute. (laughs) Oh no, then you've got to to blank him and then get on stage. Oh man. Just like that guy, but in that exact kind of tone, as I'm getting changed in the cube, I can hear him saying, you didn't even want to respond. And I'm like, oh Oh, fuck. Oh my God. 
and and so it was me, Mike, Mike Cox, Joe Wells, and I'm I'm just I I I'm generally guy. I don't I've I've I haven't I, I've been gigging quite a bit lately, but I'd like, I'd forgotten that gigging could be like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I forgot I forgot that part of it, and uh, so I was just I was closing. Mike went up to MC. Uh, you know, he sort of matches their energy a little bit and they're just like screaming at him. He's screaming back at them, brings Joe on. And they kind of like, look, I'm not saying anyone here does anything wrong. They they liked Joe, but they still weren't listening to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. so he, they were like kind of entertaining him. But then the minute he went into a routine, they would just be like, which I don't blame him, man. You're 18, you've just finished your exams. Yeah. You're having a pint. Why the fuck do you want to hear us? Like I totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally get that. And he did this routine about being autistic, right? Uh, and then he did another routine about Trump, where it starts with I don't want to do this bit, but it starts with like I liked Donald Trump. It's a heavily sarcastic routine. Yeah, they yeah, took yeah. that at face value a little bit, right? So, you know, they'd be drinking all day, and then our, Mike goes on, gets in an argument with someone. <laughs> Uh, again, not his fault. They're being assholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just this. People just giving us the finger oh, as we're on God. stage. Oh, a DJ was on before us as well. They're all enjoying the DJ. So, like, you just know, like, it, all yeah, I have yeah. to do to get an applause is go and press play. Yeah, and yeah. then fuck off. And that would be that, that would be the best way this gig could go. So I go on, and I just opened with like, look, you don't want me here. I don't want to be here. So I'm gonna do ten minutes, and then a band's gonna come on. All right. And then you do, we could all forget. And I end up in this sort of shouting match. So he's going to win him over, isn't it? That opening line. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I said to him, no, I don't want to be here. You. <laughs> well, I, I didn't. Like, I was just like, I don't right. want to do this. I know, like, I I, you know what I mean? And I was, you know, I, I don't know about you two, but like, do you ever have that thing where five minutes into a gig it's going horrifically and you go, all right, that I either try or I. I ruin everyone's evening. You know what I mean? To. I de- I used to have that p- little part of me that reveled in. If a gig was going bad, I would, I would like not. You know, it would. I would take the whole fucking world down with me. You know what I mean? Whereas I just nowadays I'm much more. I, it's almost damage limitation. I'll now be like, look, I ain't gonna win them back. It's a tough gig. They ain't booing me off. They're just sort of not really into it. I'll just yeah. gently just circle for a few minutes and then land it in a you know just i'll miss the runway i'll miss the i'll miss the runway (laughs) land it in a field next to the runway and just go home do you know what i mean (laughs) that's a a very mature attitude yeah but it took years i'm talking 10 years of comedy before i learned that so it was it's a real and it's a moment of letting go when you just go what am i doing doesn't matter Mm. if anything i'm going to be more annoyed going home after an argument yeah what about you julian do you do that I just work. normally bring out the gold and take it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just get some Julian's high never got afterwards. past five minutes, so no. <laughs> just go back to one of their dormitories, you know what I mean? Just put my shades on in the morning and take a slow walk to the motor. <laughs> Sometimes I do a little spin. <laughs> uh, no, I just bomb, man. Yeah, I just, I just, I just, just do what I do. Hard and you just uh, I just do what I do and bomb. <laughs> really? Hopefully they get on board at some point. So how did the spitting happen then? Well, so I, part way through it, I, I like, Joe was still there and I looked over at Joe and I just went, at least Joe's got his autism to blame for his breakdown later. <laughs> I've got nothing, right? I want something. <laughs> and they start booing. i got a hay oh, fever. They start like booing and this one like, a uh, girl comes up and she's like, off, off. And I'm going, fuck you. And then I, and then I go. How dare she say that though? And then, and then, oh, she came over with that white woman energy as well. Oh, like, okay. young Karen. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Karen's yeah. daughter's here. I'm in, I'm, I'm one of the SU reps and I'm putting an end to this, that kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. And yeah I, I, I doubled down hard. 
uh, I, <laughs> I started going because I've got ADHD, right? So I started going for too long. The autistics have taken from the ADHDs. They get the money, they get the sympathy. And I went, they should fuck off in that direction and they can count their steps as they do it. Yeah. And the booze turned to sweat. Oh, really? <laughs> that's a booze, funny, yeah, that's yeah. A funny uh, line. They should have got, yeah, normally that when you sort of double down a bit and you hit it, like at least you, you've got a punchline at the end of it, normally it gets a bit of a, oh, right, okay, there, uh, was, a, there was a point to this diatribe. Yeah, they, they, didn't, they didn't appreciate the, the, the speed. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, then I went, I just went, I'm going to go and egg an autistic charity after this gig. Oh, I mean, you, you really have and that's, down. That's, that's when. About that's 10 when or you 12, got them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 10 or 12 of them stormed the stage throwing drinks at me. Fucking and one hell. of them came up and just spat at me. So I've oh. just gone, I've gone like, oh, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to wait for my light. I think this is time to leave. So I, I put the mic in the stand and was like, thank you very much. I've been there. It's still, problem is there It's funny if fact- you just pulled a stall up and went to your story bit. <laughs> <laughs> we dim the lights down a bit. I'm sorry about my granddad. <laughs> Stop talking about unicorns. <laughs> well, you, you guys don't want an encore. <laughs> 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 um, I jumped out into it as they stormed the stage, misread it, I think they want me to crowd surf. <laughs> <laughs> they love it so much, they want to be closer to me. Uh, so so I, I walked off, but there's no like backstage area. I've now got to go oh, back God. through the crowd. Oh, that's the worst. And walk back to Chichester, U- Chichester Station, which is about a 20-minute walk. And uh, I come off, and there's a guy like coming up, like ready to fight, and I'm like, Fuck, like quite a big lad. But I was doing that thing of like talking shit, but backing up. Like, go, like he was go, he was, do, you know. And then like the security guards come over to me, and they're like, "You need to leave now." And so why was he come, wanting to fight them? What annoyed I, him so much? I think they thought I was attacking Joe. Oh. I think I think they liked Joe. Thought I'd come on and just started because <laughs> in their heads, we out. don't know each. They, they don't know we know each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they, yeah. They, they start, like, you know, thinking that I'm just deliberately, I'm bullying Joe. And it, like, They're so basic, aren't they? Well, this is this is the thing, man. Like, it, it, this is a generation of people going to be brought up. And, and I'm part of it. Like, I'm, I'm 24, <laughs> right? Like, we're being brought up believing that you, know, you can create this echo chamber and all of this stuff that whenever you meet someone you disagree with or someone says something you don't like, Instead of going, oh, well, oh, I'm probably not going to hang out with that person. Oh, okay, that's a different viewpoint. I never considered that. Or oh, I wonder what their lived experience is to bring them to that conclusion. It's mm. just, fuck you, you cunt. And yeah, that's yeah. going to that's but, gonna slowly come more into the public way of mate, talking. I was thinking about yeah, this the other yeah. day. And this isn't, again, this is, this, this was, I literally, I was thinking it in the shower because I don't know what, I'd, I'd, I'd seen something or heard something about from somebody uh, about another gig. And basically, I was I was just thinking I genuinely think it's because young people now up to a certain like people born after a certain date uh, maybe 2000 and whatever 2000 I, I think people grow up now with the ability to sort of curate their own life do you know what I mean like you can like you know if you if you don't like your people your mates at school just become a gamer and make all your friends online like you can surround yourself like quite easily with people that actually have seen a little echo chamber yeah. whereas when we grew up you know but me and julian like grew up in a similar time you know you just had like there's that old that old saying when people say like oh you can you can't choose your family you can choose your friends whatever you can't really you just got put... there's a smaller pool of friends isn't your there, friends guess, you just picked yeah. your friends from school innit? it the ones you sort of went oh well i'll hang out with this lot they're my age yeah. and there's a bunch of us but actually like i look at it sort of I'm still mates with a big chunk of like my mates from growing up, and most of us have got nothing in common, really. Yeah, we all do different <laughs> jobs. You know, some, of, some of us, some of us have polar opposite opinions on cultural issues. Like, but we're mates because we grew up together, and that is yeah. what that's it. Like, we didn't get the choice of going. Well, I don't like this a lot. I'm going to go and find another group. So I think people genuinely, I do think there's a generation now and will be going forward who do find it a bit harder when they are faced with something outside of their remit because 
They just did, you know, they've it's had to the challenge their, their yeah, opinions. And that's not, I don't think it's their fault. I don't, I'm not even criticizing them for it. I just think because we grew up surrounded, you know, sometimes we grew up where sometimes you just have to be mates with some cunts because they were just your mates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't have any options. What are you going to do? Not have any friends. So, like, but then, but then that's, that's what you were saying earlier about comedy. I think it's the same in that. Like, a lot of the people who are, I, I started when I was 16, which I think was a bit too young, but now that I'm 24, there's a lot more people my age in comedy. I've not really got too much in common with them other than we're comedians. I like these people. Yeah. Uh, whenever I've met them at gigs, I have a beer with them. They're cool. Uh, you know, I probably annoy them online. They can probably annoy me online. Like, that's yeah, that's yeah, the way yeah. it is. But they, I think there's this, like, attitude of, like, sort of this bubble wrapped. Oh, but it's, you, you've got to, you know, and it's like, oh, fuck me, man. Come on. Like, you've yeah, got to. Yeah. I, know, I know it sounds sounds bad and you shouldn't say things like this, but sometimes I want to go to people. Can you just be a fucking man for two minutes and stop yeah, complaining? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or sometimes, like, like, you, just... you just need to tell, like, I, I weirdly, I had, a, I had some people storm the stage in Melbourne. Oh, really? Um, it was a, a sort of a, it was it wasn't at my show. It was a, just a, a, a group show, you know, sort of a standard. You, you weren't meant show. to be on. You just you, yeah. it was you storming. <laughs> it was me. The stage. I stormed the stage. <laughs> and those people were security. <laughs> trying to, absolutely trying, shit face, mate. The, trying, to, commit, trying to save Tamer Impala from an attack. <laughs> no, but I went, I went on to the basically. There'd been this group. I think I don't know if I told it. Did I tell it on here, Julian? About when I when it when I got like I think I, think I might so. have I mentioned it, but basically there was a group of uh, there was there was four. Like of three very young camp gay guys, uh, probably nineteen, eighteen, maybe twenty tops, and there was two girls with them, and they were sat on the front row, and they were just the most, they were really obnoxious, and they were ruining every every act went on. Had to deal with them chatting, just turning around to each other, like really distracting everyone else in the room. They'd been told by the compare, they'd been told by every single act, and then I went on. And just before I'd gone on the comp period, I had a real go at them and basically said, look, leave or sh- or shut up. And you could see that it got their backs up. They'd been told to shut up. And uh, and they tried to go, oh, no, we're not doing anything. And it's like, you are, you're literally disrupting everyone's night. And then I went on and I saw one of them two minutes into my set. But they actually, to, the, to their credit up to that point, they had been quiet. So I was in my head, I was like, oh, that's fine. I'd gone on thinking I'm going to have to have a word. And they're now behaving themselves. I saw one of them pass, like literally, I saw him open a little box, get out a pill, pass it to his mate, and I was like, "Oh, there it is." So I, I, I saw it, and I pointed. Someone's got hay fever. You know what? I just and I sort of went, "Ah, fucking!" I saw that. I saw you just passing a pill to your mate, and I went, and I said, "No wonder you've all been such cunts during the show." I said, "You're obviously all just peeling off your nut." I was like, "You don't want to be in a gig. You want to just be in a fucking nightclub dancing and sweating on each other." Like I and everyone started laughing, you know. So they suddenly felt very yeah, vulnerable. Tight. I think, uh, and they lost their shit. They literally started like accusing me. Like one of them was like, "No, it's his medication," and I went, "It's his medication." So you're all shit faced down in pints, and you're passing it to him, are you? And they were like, <laughs> he and was they just doctor. couldn't. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, it, they yeah, just yeah. kicked off. And then what? Like basically, one of them stormed the stage and. I just sort of laughed it off, but it was the, their their arrogance was so big. Like compared, to that, they were like eighteen or nineteen. Imagine being that. They literally thought they should be in charge of the entire room, and everyone should just bow down yeah. to them. Which normally is a sort of behaviour you get from like horrible old fucking wankers. Like you know, them sort of. You, you, sometimes you do a a jonglers or something back in the day and there'd be like a group of like 50 year old bald blokes who thought everyone should listen to them like but it's now it's that thing it's sort of mr generation and now it's like you get this very arrogant young no it's all about us types melbourne um which uh, well julian's from australia isn't he so he can tell us all about it but uh (laughs) (laughs) but melbourne first time ever he didn't say that but (laughs) i was born there (laughs) (laughs) But Melbourne's, um, it's very, and again, I'm not trying to go that hard Brexit route, as you so lovely put it, but like, <laughs> uh, but uh, that, that way of, uh, but like, it's a very sort of woke. Oh, it's a very, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd say it's the most, you know, the progressive city on earth that I know of, oh, like in sort of the Western world, like, you know, everyone, it's, you know, and that goes for everything. It's the most vegan city in the world. It's, you know, it's a sort of yeah. It's very, uh... and that's 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 the issue. Is I think we have this Western fantasy fantasy of telling everyone they matter, 
and mm. that's a lie. Like, <laughs> I mean, it really yeah. is a lie. Like you really like I, I don't matter. Like yeah, in the yeah, grand yeah. scheme of the universe, <laughs> if I got hit by a bus, everything would be fine, except some people who would be, would sad. be sad. Yeah, that's yeah. that's it. And when you realize that and go, oh, I think this about the World Cup in Qatar. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it yeah, doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't matter. The world like, still spins the world around. Still yeah, spins. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that, I think so, that's natural, though, isn't it? Everyone thinks they can have some impact or influence, and everyone thinks their opinion matters. Like, I don't think that's just something that happens now. I just think in the old days, there was nowhere to say it in it before social media. And you know, if you were a bloke working in a fucking coal mine back in the seventies in you know Yorkshire. Obviously, you were sort of aware your opinion didn't really matter because who could you tell it to? You only met your workmates and your wife. Do you know what I mean? Whereas now, I think our sphere of communication is so big that naturally people think they're like, you know, we, we're sitting here doing a podcast for fuck's sake. So obviously, some part of us thinks what we're saying deserves an audience. But Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is, there is the. But you know what I mean? Me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, no, sorry. But what, what I mean is, but I do get, I, I understand there is a there's a scale in it and there's like i think we're just here having a chat and if people don't listen that's absolutely fine people that do like it thank you but i don't <laughs> like sharing i don't think we think we're doing anything of of note you know what i mean i think it's uh for yourself no, it's called two vegan idiots <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think we're aware of our own shortcomings which i think but, more you know more people need to be aware that have your opinions well done but ultimately you know Check they will be yourself. forgotten in a heartbeat do you know what i mean as will humanity and they could be wrong as well couldn't they? well there is that there is i think always having in the back of your mind that i'm probably you know i'm probably wrong about this just seeing it from yeah. our own perspective our own life experience is yeah, a filter yeah. isn't it you know mm. yeah that, that, like, that's it exactly that I think again comes with just growing Blinkers. up. With, I grew up, you know, with parents who were the polar opposite to me, politically or socially. You know, I mean, they're just old school fucking poor fuckers, and like my brother's totally different to me and his opinions. Like, I just grew up surrounded by people that weren't, you know. I just so you just learn that. Oh right, I've got my ones. They've got theirs. As long as they're not mm. fucking rab, if they're, if they're not out fucking murdering people because of their. You know, if they're just, uh, you know, if they're a bit contrary, I don't think it's the end of the world. Do you know what I mean? It's just who they are. What brought you to, like, I know we've probably got to wrap up, but what brought you then over to sort of, if your parents and stuff have those opinions, then what brought you to, you know, veganism, what? meditation, the headspace? You did all the list before the headspace app, which is impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I got in pre that shit. Yeah. I, it's almost a bit of rebelling against like part that's of that. what happens often isn't it i also think my parents are you know they grew up in a time and in a place like my mum grew up in a essentially a village on the, in the west of ireland you know obviously her opinions are shaped by the fact that of that so they're just a bit old and they, i would i wouldn't say they're right wing but i would say they're a bit they fear that things that are different and that everything's a bit mm. overwhelming to them but like, so I just, but I grew up in Tootin, surrounded by all sorts of people. And so now I just had a different experience in it. So to me, I didn't understand why they felt the way they felt because I didn't. But then when I grew, I grew up, I was like, oh, it's because their lives were totally different in it and harder as well. My parents had hard lives, like, you know, sort of proper nothing growing up and, and still that generation did. It was harder, wasn't it? it? Was they didn't hard. have therapy, headspace, counseling, none of that talk shit. about your problems. So I'm, yeah, I always feel myself <laughs> bit like it took me, it took me to get into a certain age before I went, I should not judge my parents as harshly as I used to when I was a teenager because they had it brutal, man. They did the best with what they could, man, at the uh, time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I remember coming back off, uh, I, I took acid with my girlfriend in the park last year. Uh, I came back I came back afterwards and I'd had a lovely day and I was wearing a big red kimono. I had purple and blonde hair and I walked in and sat down and had a couple of beers with my dad and I was like, this guy must just be looking at me as I'm coming in. Like You know that like post-peaking bit where you're just sort of like, yeah, and like we're all connected sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, there's yeah. All new... 
Um, and I'm like in that, and he's just trying to watch the cricket, and I'm like yeah, asking yeah, him yeah. questions on life and stuff. <laughs> and, I, and, and then I was like trying to convince my dad that he should try hallucinogenics. Oh, Has he ever uh, done it? Do you think when he was younger? No, he did. He told me something funny the other day that he was he was with a mate, and his mate was saying, "Oh, do you remember that night out we had?" My dad looked at me and went, first ever night, I took ecstasy, and the only night." And I was like, "Did you enjoy it?" He was like, "Yeah." And I was I wanted to be like, "Well, why did you never do it again?" Like. I wanted to be like, if you had a really good time on ecstasy, I remember the first time I took ecstasy, I thought, I want to do this all the time. Mm. And then I did. Yeah. <laughs> and ruined it. Word. <laughs> I never liked the come down off of stuff like that. I though. didn't. I, I hated uh, yeah, MDMA. Like Tuesday blues. It was as, just... I, as I'm getting older, that's, that's coming an issue. It, I mean, it feels yeah, like it burns up all your kind of serotonin or something. I, know, just... I used to feel so like empty and void of any emotion like for a few days that it took away any of the good of the night out like i remember it would yeah. make me look back at all the positives of the night the cringy shit and I'd i was cringe because well. i'd be like Come none of it meant me. anything it was all empty and it was fake and i just <laughs> yeah. hated myself and like yeah 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 whereas weirdly with like hallucinogens during a little the period i had when i was quite into them i didn't have that uh, that sort of cringy. I found there was a more of an afterglow with that. Like you actually yeah. do discover something. But at the same time, I, we I, are I remember, all connected. The only cringy stuff were, was that feeling. Like you, no, you know, no one wants to tell other people to do hallucinogens more than somebody who's on hallucinogens, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah. I remember. I feel, I feel so. This is the most like guilty I feel about um, a drug sort of. You know, I was I was never somebody who pushed it on people, mates. I always let everyone. If you don't want to do it, you don't do it, man. Only do it if you think you're up to it. But I remember New Year's Eve. Um, then you sell them it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's three for twenty quid, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking you, make a decision now, man. I've got you, other you, customers. I've got a little bit of heroin, a little bit of heroin in it to get him more. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a little free bit of heroin yeah, to get him in. You know what I mean? Get him in, and then, yeah. But, um, but I remember <laughs> going on the cash point. Uh, <laughs> New Year's Eve, I was in India, uh, like seven, eight years ago, or something. And me and my mate, um, we were just we took loads of we were on acid, like, and we we were fully just like in it, man. We were just like flying, and we, we were in Goa. And like we, it was like I think it was like ten to twelve, and we were trying to find somewhere to watch the fireworks to see in the new year. <laughs> oh, we just found this bit. We found this sort of rock bit that was like we sort of climbed these rocks, man, and we just got to the top of the rocks um, and overlooking the sea. And as we got to the top of the rocks, there was just a couple on their own sitting there. Obviously, they'd found this place, and it was going to be like the most romantic midnight they've ever had. And suddenly, two fucking divs on acid crawl over a rock like hi guys and we um we just started chatting to them and they were lovely and they were from they were from south london as well and um and it was great we just and they they were really nice and like we sort of went look we're just gonna sit nearby and they were like don't be silly and they we are they asked us to join them and we all sat there for you know probably about 45 minutes an hour and we watched the fireworks we're chatting and then they were they they sort of went are you guys on something like we weren't like being because we weren't like mumbling or anything we were just a bit giddy and um they went are you on something and we were like yeah if we're honest we're on acid and then oh they both were like oh we've never tried it and we're like oh you know it's um yeah we were like it's fucking great man and uh and then uh my mate went do you want some and they were both like oh i don't know it's like what if it's yeah it might be a bit much for us you know if we've not done it before and we were like, oh, no, honestly, all you got to do is just don't do much of it. You know, if it's your first time, literally do a little bit. And I think we gave we I think we gave them a tab between them to share. That's still and a lot. It's, first time in it's a lot. Time. And they were strong ones as well. Like, oh. And basically, we gave them half a tab of acid. They took it. We sat for another half an hour chatting. We left them before they had any effects. And we were just like, guys, honestly, have a great night. You know, hopefully we might see you at some point again over the next few days. And uh, we just left them, and then we just went off and had this that three or four hours on of the wandering news around. The next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's four hours later, <laughs> <laughs> Waco disaster. <laughs> no, we. Oh no, we started one of those Indian Indian cults, and they're all fucking <laughs> each other. No. <laughs> 
we walk into a bar That's four suicide. hours later. There's like, and I'm the chances of this are pretty slim, man. Like Goa, if you I don't know if you know much about it, it's a series oh, of bars on the beaches, right? And there's the main beach, which is Palalum. And we just walk into the first bar that we just come to once we come back down onto the beach from our wandering around the wilderness. We walk in, and honestly, we see that couple, mate. The geezer's got no top on. He's just sweating and fucking like, Bleh. and his girlfriend's all <laughs> fucked up. And like, <laughs> we just, we honestly, well, look, we took one look at them, and even the state we were in, we looked at each other and were like, we have, we have fucked up here, man. We went over to them. They were an absolute mess. Like, were they having a good time? Yeah, they were having the best time of their life, but oh, in God, a gross fine. sort of like, we they looked so on drugs. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, it was that, brutal. That, I bet that like little connection as well for them. Like when you guys walked back in, they were like, I couldn't believe it. Oh my god! Because you're kind of one of the chances. Like that, that, like, if I see a leaf that looks like another leaf I saw yeah, yeah, earlier, yeah. and blow, the god has the put that there. Is talking to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, there is there a, a god. There was a fish in the pond while I was on acid with my girlfriend. <laughs> And uh, it kept like it was big. It was fucking big, right? You could see it like breaking through the algae, and it was just like blowing my mind. And I generally remember my girlfriend. I was like gonna go into the water, and I went, "I think I got to fight the fish." And my girlfriend went, "No, don't fight the fish." And I went, "Yeah, you're right. That's why I'm with you." Oh yeah, and, uh, sit back uh, down. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I think you're right. I think you're right actually. Uh, yeah, and I was like, "No," and I, I just forever thought. What the fuck? But it was like it was. I meant in a friendly way, like the fish is asking me to come in. And it's it's that like because I remember when I first took acid. Maybe it was. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go fuck it up after this. Um, <laughs> like you gave me a, a little bit. I don't know if I should be telling this story, but uh, here we go. I remember this was uh, at um, latitude. Uh, was it the you latitude? You dealt drugs, Carl. Yeah. I don't yeah. deal drugs. I literally just this. I just only two times, and actually, that there's only two times I've ever Dark given horse. any to anyone. <laughs> And they were very, it was very much a, I was on it and it was, I was if with If anyone oh, can arrest anyone's listening, <laughs> we're, we're just um, comedians joking. About was that, was it Latitude or was it Reading? It was Latitude because I remember I went, I had a, I, I had a lovely time, but like I just came giggly and giddy. Yeah. And it was the perfect amount. Because I came back and said, I'm really enjoying this because I'd only ever done like a pill or something before. So I thought it worked that same way. And I always describe acid as like, once you take the amount you've taken, it's like, that's, the meal you're on it's like you're eating a steak dinner and part way through it you go oh i'm gonna try the sea bass you can't do it no it's, no it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're on that path yeah uh, yeah yeah uh, and uh, and you did that thing of like no nah, and uh me and matt you yeah, i refused to give you any more i remember yeah it was um it was that see that was without that was payment come around the back of the tent <laughs> Um, me, me and Matt Ewins went on this hunt for alcohol. We went to the poetry stage, right? And like we got talking to the security guy who just let us in. And then we decided to do a sound check and pretended oh, to be Reese yeah. James and Adam Hess. And like, <laughs> and like, we're like, yeah, Reese James, Adam Hess. I don't know why. I think it's because we saw Reese James and Adam Hess earlier that, that day. And I, I love Reese and Adam, right? And then, so we're doing the sound check. And I'm going to Adam, like, we're just, we, um, Adam, I'm going, I'm going to Matt, right? Like, just saying the most ridiculous things I think you could say while the security guy is there, like, letting us, setting things up for the soundtrack. And I'm going, so, so when we do the Islamic call to prayer, do you think I come on naked or come on and get naked, right? And he's going, I don't know, it's a tough one. I look at the sound guy, I go, what do you reckon? And he goes, I reckon come on naked. And I'm like, good. <laughs> That was that was my story. I remember that week. That weekend was really fun. Yeah, I remember that was right in my heyday of um, that couple. That few years where I was really (laughs) really a fan of them, uh, the old hallucinogens. I'm glad I got it out of my system, and now I'm a I'm a nice boring dad. But who will ultimately have an absolute midlife (laughs) crisis? Just, I don't think I will. I genuinely think, you know, most exactly. people I know have had midlife crises tend to have not had them previously. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I've got mine. I had a couple over the years and they've always been of their time. And I feel like, all right, I've, I've done enough now. I don't, I'm not going to think I've missed out on anything. Yeah, you both you both seem like, uh, I don't know if you're like me, you sort of, uh, I'm in the midst of dealing with my childhood trauma. 
and going, yeah, yeah. oh, right, that's because of this, that. And yeah, like, yeah. Uh, my girlfriend, Super Sound, who's just like, you know, like I've just yeah, met someone yeah, who's yeah. just like, who's like, no, you fucking idiot. Like, you know, like that's how, not good. The, yeah, that really does help. Have it. Yeah, being yeah. in a settled relationship that really does a lot for your mental health. It's weird, yeah, that, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, but um, we should wrap it up. I just saw the time. Was, yeah, it's been yeah, sorry, we've, we've, we've chatted for ages. Um, oh, it's, been, it's been lovely, lovely seeing you. It has man. been I lovely, really... mate. Come Thanks for coming on. on though, I, generally, I love, I love, I love the podcast. So thank you for having me. Cheers, mate. And um, what should we plug? People can find oh, you. I... People can find you online, um, causing cultural arguments between yeah, if, different, if people, different if, groups. If people... If people want to send abuse to anyone I send abuse to, feel free. But namaste. And uh, <laughs> maybe make Guys, like a burner. if you want to burn- join in in one of my pylons. Yeah, yeah maybe make, but make a burner account and then you can really say yeah, the yeah, juicy yeah, yeah. shit. No, uh, <laughs> um, well, no, I've got a Radio 4 series that I've wrote with Barry Casanola. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, I saw Barry Sunday. He's a nice guy, oh, isn't he? He's fucking Lovely just the guy. nicest dude in the world. And um, so that's coming out in two weeks, Wednesdays, 6.30 on radio four what's it called if you want to unite uh and if you want to follow me on my socials on instagram oh on twitter i'm at elliot Steelcom. on instagram i'm at elliot steel but guys generally thank you for having me on man it was just no lovely worries, to man. i don't know That's... if i was funny at all but just to talk that was great man great um right and julian any business just thank normal um, thanks to our patrons Thanks to our Thanks patrons. Thanks to our listeners. Slash we are TVI. Yeah. Thanks to the and, listeners. Um, like, share, iTunes, reviews. That's good. That's some good business chat, mate. <laughs> I'm a pro, mate. You are. Um, right, that's it. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks, Elliot, for joining us. Goodbye. Thank you. <laughs> 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 <laughs